I hope everyone's having a good week, but it's time to get vulnerable. Welcome back to Skinny Stories to Tell in the Dark. Hello everyone. Before I say anything else, I'm having one of those moments that this could be one of those like relatable posts, but like you know when you brush your teeth and then you go to drink something and it just tastes like ass and then it ruins it for you? That's happening to me right now. I made myself some nice tea so I could sit down. I lit some candles, trying to have a very zen space to record this episode. And then I go to sip the tea because I showered, brushed my teeth. You guys really don't care about any of this. But then now it tastes like ass and my tea is ruined and my vibe is kind of ruined, but it's fine. Moving on from that. <laughs> Hello guys, welcome back. Long time no talk. I am really sorry. I I don't really want to be one of those people who sits here and lists you like a bunch of excuses that you probably don't care about. Like in the end of the day, it was just I needed to kind of take November off a little bit. I was really busy. And then I also like the reason I moved back from New York to the West Coast was to take care of myself and my mental health and physical health. But after taking my time in November to have a little bit of a break, even though I tried to record some episodes, I just didn't like how they turned out. So I didn't want to put them up unless I was proud of them and all that jazz but now I'm back back to the weekly uploads every Friday well technically the podcast goes live Thursday night at midnight but Friday either way you know and because it's December I want to try to do some bonus episodes here and there throughout the month but we'll see updates to come on that I have a lot to also update you guys just on life and stuff, but we will get to that in a minute. This week's episode is going to be about coping with an eating disorder during the holiday season. I originally, like I said, tried to record this a few weeks ago, and I've had this idea for like two months because I knew it would be super helpful for like Thanksgiving and stuff because Thanksgiving's basically like the biggest food-oriented holiday throughout the year. So I really wanted to get this up before then, but then it just didn't work out, and I recorded it like three times, didn't like it. But I figure like with Christmas and like like holiday parties and just a lot of food this whole season there's still going to be many circumstances where this episode will be helpful so I'm still going to talk about it and put this episode out there for you guys but yeah so like I said today we're going to be talking about how to cope with an eating disorder during the holidays how I deal with it my thoughts around it and then I did some research and found some tips online that I think may be helpful to all of you But before we get into that, we're going to do the whole normal routine, give you my roses and thorns for the past week, or I guess the past month, and some life updates. And now that I'm sitting down and thinking about this and talking it out, I'm thinking it might make a little bit more sense rather than to have like a separate roses, thorns, and life updates, just to make it all kind of life updates and have the highs and lows thrown in there, I guess, because since it has been about a month since I've uploaded a podcast, I have a lot to catch you guys up on. So yeah, I guess we're gonna get into the life updates right now. So if you don't know what's been up, and if you haven't listened to the podcast before, I guess maybe I should backtrack a little bit. So I was going to school in New York City from last year, 2018, through this fall, but I left halfway through the semester just because I had a lot of mental health issues, and I was really struggling out there, and then I moved back. I'm from Portland, Oregon, so I moved back to the West Coast, and then my boyfriend's also from the West Coast, so he moved back too because he was kind of going through it as well, and we both didn't want to be on the East Coast, so it kind of worked out well that we were both at that like breaking point together, and then we both came back. He stayed with my family in Portland for two weeks, and that was like the last week of October through like midway through November. And then from mid-November until like last week, I stayed with his family in the Bay Area in California. So then I just got back home the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, so a little over a week ago. And yeah, I've just been back here enjoying Thanksgiving and stuff with my family. So that's kind of where I've been. And the past month, I've still like, I don't want to say like I'm not going through it now, 
but I'm doing a lot better than I was since New York. Like I definitely don't have as much anxiety. I don't feel as depressed all the time. I still have my moments for sure because moving back, like I knew this going into it that it wasn't gonna change everything and I wasn't gonna have like a total 360. But if anything, I'd be able to just feel less isolated and stuff. And I just needed to get myself out of the situation that I was in in New York. So overall, things have improved a lot, but I still was kind of going through it the past month with eating stuff that doesn't change no matter where I am. But I have made a lot of improvements, actually. And I'll get into this more, actually, in this episode, but I've really been able to find much better balance. I'm still not perfect, but I've been able to stress less about food and have it run my day less, which is very nice and very, I don't know, good. I've been able to also like have fear foods and stuff like that that used to freak me out and then I'm able to have it and know that like I'm not going to look like a different person after eating a certain type of food. So I've made a lot of improvements over the past month, but like I said, I was in Portland and then I was in California, got back, had Thanksgiving. Sylvia, who's my brother's godmother and basically mine too, she was in town visiting. So it was really good to see her and just spend time with family. And then this past week since Thanksgiving, I've honestly just been kind of adjusting to everything still. And with adjusting and stuff, I finally got a good routine going. I've been making a lot of progress. I still feel like I have so many things I want to do. Like my online classes end and like, I think next week so I have a little work for that I'm wrapping up I want to do the podcast stuff I've been redoing my room a little bit because I haven't really lived here in two years so I wanted to rearrange it and I'm working on that every day I'm helping my family with some stuff doing like housekeeping since I'm home and then also I've been doing something which is kind of a big life update originally I said when I was leaving New York if you want to listen to that episode it explains things much more clearly than I am right now I'm pretty rusty today I'm sorry guys I haven't podcasted in a bit But the episode titled, like, Should You Drop Out, I did, like, a month ago or so. That one has a lot more of the details of why I left, where I am now, and all the reasoning behind it. So if you feel kind of confused with this little update, listen to that episode. But originally, I had intended to transfer schools in the spring. Not anything to do with FIT. Like, I genuinely love FIT, and I wish I could be there still. And I'm still enrolled there, but I actually will still be enrolled in FIT this spring, but I will be doing full-time online classes. So I will have, like seven or eight classes but they're all online so I'm still getting all those credits and they're mostly like general credits that I know will transfer and as for where I'm transferring to I had originally said that I was thinking about the University of Oregon I got accepted actually for the winter term but that would be like January 6th like a month that's yeah like a month and a day from now and I just need more time to kind of decompress and be home and figure out where I want to be honestly because I've never been dying to go to the University of Oregon like a lot of people from my high school go there and it's kind of like If you're from Portland or you live in Oregon, that's like the main school people go to if they don't go out of state or something. And I literally didn't even apply there in high school because I knew I didn't want to go. But the main reason I did apply this fall is because I was feeling isolated and I have a lot of friends there and stuff. And it's close to home and everything. But then now, after being in California for two weeks, visiting Omar, who's my boyfriend, in the Bay Area. And then I'm also from San Francisco and I lived there till I was like seven or eight. I don't know if you guys know that. So I've decided to kind of apply to more schools in the spring and well between now and the spring and kind of figure out where I want to be because I don't want to have to transfer more than once and like I said it's nothing to do with FIT. I genuinely love FIT and I could make a whole podcast about my whole experience and stuff and I'm still enrolled there for the spring but after the spring so come fall 2020 I should be transferred to a different school and be going in person again. I don't know where I'm going yet like I said but some schools I'm applying to are FITM because they have a San Francisco campus, um, some UC schools I'm interested in like Berkeley and Santa Cruz 
then where else maybe some like csu schools like california state i'm not sure exactly but just a lot of california schools i want to shoot my shot you know and then i also also always have the university of oregon or yeah so i'm just going to kind of take the fall and the spring to apply figure out see where i'm going to go but still be fully enrolled in the spring and be getting credits and another fun update that has to do with fit i actually just got accepted this past weekend to the london internship program i don't know if i put this in an episode like a while ago like two or three months ago that i applied and i ended up getting in which is super cool and they're being super accommodating because they have some meetings that are in person in the spring to kind of prep for the internship the internships a month long and it's may through june but because i'm on the west coast now i can't be there for the meetings and they said i can like skype in or phone in or whatever which is super great because i was worried about the fact that i would get in and then not be there so i couldn't go but i'm going so i will be in london for a month doing an internship and i'm so excited to just get the experience be able to travel and i think it'll be really good for me so that's something to look forward to but yeah that's basically all my life updates i've talked your guys's ear off and i'm sorry about it but now we can get into the actual main i keep always wanting to say the meat of the episode but and i always make this joke that i'm a vegan no meat but like yeah we're just gonna get into the meat of the episode which is how to cope with an eating disorder during this very hectic and already stressful holiday season So before I get into like my take on dealing with an eating disorder during this time of year and just holidays in general, and this could also apply to now that I'm thinking about it like birthdays because birthdays are very food oriented events sometimes or even like Easter or Halloween, just like anything that involves food on a specific day. So this is a very applicable topic. It doesn't just have to be like Thanksgiving. But like I was saying, before I get into my take on it, another podcast that I think did a great job talking about it is Tori D. Simone's podcast, Manifest. It's called Manifest with Tori D. Simone, like I just said. But she had an episode, let me look it up right now to see what she called it, one second. But she made an episode like the week of Thanksgiving, so like last week, um, about kind of Thanksgiving and food and food-oriented holidays for people who normally like to stay pretty healthy and eat clean. Let me look it up to see what it's called. I don't want to get it wrong. Okay, it's called The Holidays Can Be Hard, Staying Healthy During the Holidays, Social Slash Healthy Lifestyle Balance. And the description of the episode is just, um, she talks about why holidays can be hard for us. It isn't always easy to have a designated quote-unquote cheat day to look at into the calendar. And she provides some tips and personal insight to know that you're not alone. So I think Tori did a great episode or a great job on that episode. It's pretty pretty short, like only 20 minutes, but I found it super helpful. And it's kind of crazy because that was uploaded like a little over a week ago, like I said, and I'd been planning this episode for like a month or two and she hit a lot of things I kind of wanted to touch on. So after you guys listen to this, if you want something else to give you some advice on staying healthy during the holiday season and then knowing that a quote unquote cheat day is coming up like Thanksgiving, she gives a lot of tips and stuff in her episode. So I'll either try to link it in the show notes. I think that's how you do it. Or I'll put it on my podcast Instagram at skinny stories podcast. But yeah, her episode was super helpful. So I just wanted to share that with you guys as well. In my take, like I said in the beginning, I just kind of want to give my insight, my feelings around it. And then now Originally, I was going to talk about what I was stressed about going into Thanksgiving, but now coming out of it, and I've had a lot of kind of groundbreaking like moments for me this past month having to do with like my eating disorder and some improvements and stuff and my mindset change. So I feel like I have actually more insight to offer now after Thanksgiving and then looking into like holidays ahead this season. So yeah, we're just going to talk about that. And then I'm also going to give you some of the tips I researched. So let's get on into it. So holidays, whether it be a birthday, Thanksgiving, 
Christmas, Easter, what, whatever, or holiday parties, you know what I mean? They're always stressful because you're around people who maybe you don't see every day or for anyone who has social anxiety or anxiety in general, it's always a stressful situation. So when you have an eating disorder thrown into the mix, that just makes it that much harder for you. Because these events and social gatherings and what have it always hold like a lot of pressure for anyone. But then the fact that food's thrown in, like I always get stressed about like any social situation low key. And then when food's thrown into the mix, it just takes that little stress if, as if it's like a stressometer and amps it up. So as for why I'm stressed, and I wrote this list kind of going into Thanksgiving, but it's still like applicable now. What stressed me out is that this year was the first real Thanksgiving I've had in like two years because my senior year of high school, that was like peak eating disorder for me. So I literally just ate vegetables. Like I didn't eat anything else. I ate it alone, not even with my family. And then I felt guilty after eating a plate of literal vegetables. So that was a really rough year for me. And then the year last year, my freshman year of college, I'm now a sophomore in college, I was originally planning to go home to Portland for Thanksgiving, but then I had classes scheduled like right before and right after Thanksgiving because you don't get like a real break other than Thursday and Friday. And it's like a six hour flight across the country. I had a night class on Wednesday and Thanksgiving was Thursday. So I ended up just staying in New York for Thanksgiving. And of course my classes canceled so I could have gone home. And I was literally just alone in the dorm. It was a really sad Thanksgiving for me, honestly. And then I mean, I was making big strides in my eating disorder back then so i actually had like kind of a real meal but it was only me so i just had like mashed potatoes and like green beans it wasn't anything exciting so this year was my first real thanksgiving like i would be with my family and then sylvia my godmother was here so i would have even more family here and then i'm now like i allow myself to indulge in stuff and have foods and kind of eat more quote unquote normally again so it felt like just a lot of pressure going into it because i wanted to be able to enjoy it because Something I really try to practice in life is not letting food or being able to indulge, I guess, when I want to because with struggling with like a binge eating disorder in the past, it's hard find for me finding balance because I'm a very all in or all out type of person. So being able to indulge without like overdoing it and binging was something that would was really worrying me up until the event. But after going through it, and even though I was so stressed about it, and I also was pretty stressed because like I told you guys, I went to California and last time I was there in the spring, I just binge ate the whole time. So that also held a lot of stress for me. But I told myself before going into both events, I was like, allow yourself to indulge. Like in California or Thanksgiving, allow yourself to indulge, but don't binge. Like my main rule for myself nowadays and back then is just allow myself to indulge and enjoy these moments in life if food's part of it, but don't binge. So my biggest piece of advice as for the binging, because this ties in with Thanksgiving and food holidays and whatever, is you really just have to change your mindset on it. I reached a breaking point with everything, like I said, when I was in New York, came back to the West Coast, but my breaking point was just like, I can't like restrict like this and then binge. Like, the restrict binge cycle is miserable. It's physically and mentally exhausting. And I hit a point where I was just so over it. And what the binging kind of stemmed from was feeling like I can't have these foods on a normal basis. So I have to eat it all in one sitting and on one day, even if I don't even want it, even if I'm so full that I feel sick, I have to eat it now is kind of the binge restrict mindset. And then after you binge, you feel super guilty and then restrict like the rest of the week or whatever. But that cycle is it's a vicious cycle and i was just exhausted of it and i knew i needed to get out of it and the one way to get out was balance so balance is the best mindset i can preach i guess because that's the only thing that's allowed me to not binge 
is knowing that I can have these foods whenever I want them in what's the word um not in balance I can't think of the word I'm trying to use but I can have them on occasion and I can have them like every few days or whatever I can have these heavy foods or quote-unquote junkier foods it's not like I can never have it again so I don't need to eat it all in one sitting and I've also really been trying to practice intuitive eating which I know is very hard especially if you like me in the past have struggled with anorexia or a type of eating disorder where you're restricting a lot your appetite gets all types of fucked up and then in recovery you have to eat so much that you're literally stuffed to gain weight so then for me my issue was kind of that I got used to having to feel like it was like like I said the all-in or all-out mindset like I was either starving or I was either either so full I felt sick so my appetite was all types of messed up it still is and intuitive eating is really hard for me but that's the thing I try to base my not diet but just try to base my eating around nowadays is if I want something have it eat when I'm hungry stop when I'm full try to eat mostly healthy because that's honestly what makes me feel best but if I want to indulge in something allow myself to and a real big breakthrough moment with this for me was when I got back from California before I went to California I'm not gonna say numbers or anything but I was at a certain weight I went to California for two weeks and the first week I was there I indulged like almost like overindulging like I ate anything I wanted not binging though but I ate whatever I wanted the second week I went to the gym a lot tried to be mindful not restricting food but eating how I normally would mostly healthy but if I wanted to indulge in something I'd indulge and I wouldn't feel the need to like work out or overwork out I guess so then I was gone for those two weeks indulged and on my way back to Oregon from California I was really stressed I was like I probably gained like so much weight and I was freaking out about it I didn't even want to look at a scale and stuff and that's another thing I try to do now is just not weigh myself regularly maybe like once a week or two but not more than that but I was worried to go on scale I was like I'm gonna gain a lot of weight I shouldn't even do it but knowing me <laughs> I went on the scale one morning this was like a few days after I got back or no was it it was like a day after I got back and I weighed the exact same weight as before I left Portland so that really proved to me that balance is the one thing like my body kind of naturally now rests at the weight I'm at. Like I eat what I want, eat when I'm hungry, stop when I'm full. I indulge when I want to, eat mostly healthy, work out, but I don't overdo it. If I don't feel like working out, I don't. And I want to make a whole episode about this and kind of how I've begun to find balance after an eating disorder. Because I was talking to Sylvia, my godmother, about this. It's like people think like when you're recovering from an eating disorder that it all ends after you gain the weight but like the physical recovery is like barely like I'd say like 25% of it like I'd say most of it is just like 75% is just the mental piece like sure I'm physically at a healthy weight now but like mentally I struggle so much with like eating disorder thoughts and everything still so that's where I'm always working every day like last year I got the physical piece and now it's like the mental piece and I make strides every day but the it's still like a long road to like full like mental recovery too but balance really has just helped me because it showed me in California it was kind of groundbreaking and another point that was actually a breakthrough for me is Thanksgiving I indulged I ate more than I normally would didn't binge but I indulged and then Sunday like three days after Thanksgiving I went out with my mom and Sylvia to like a high tea I don't know if you guys know what that is they serve you like tea and a bunch of little like pastries sandwiches stuff like that and I really indulged that day too like right after Thanksgiving where normally if I ate like I did on Thanksgiving I would restrict for like days on end but instead like I just eat balanced and then that day um Sunday when I went out to the high tea I indulged but didn't binge indulged 
And then two days after that, I was like worried to step on a scale again. I stepped on a scale. I was the exact same weight as I was the week before and then the month before. Like I haven't changed. So it truly shows me that balance is the key. Like you're allowed to indulge. Like now I try to think of eating as maintaining versus losing. I also try to think of working out as a way for me to not feel guilty about indulging in food and eating as much as I want. I use it as a way to just kind of de-stress rather than to lose weight because I don't need to be losing weight. I try to use it like in a way to feel stronger and get toned rather than lose. And my mindset, like this sounds all over the place, but my mindset really has changed. So before I get into like Thanksgiving specific details, I think the biggest thing you can go into the holiday with is just your mindset, thinking about balance, like thinking of it as any other day. And it's a day where like, you don't have to think of it as a cheat day on the calendar. Think of it as a day to be with family and try to take the power away from the food but allow yourself to indulge like it's once a year you know like you want to enjoy it and you don't want to feel like you restricted yourself but if you eat pretty balanced most of the time and then that one day you indulge like you're not going to gain a bunch of weight you're going to be fine you're going to look great you're going to feel great you're going to enjoy your time with your family you know it's all about the mindset and this sounds like I don't know it's just really like my mind has changed so much and I don't even know if you will listen to like other podcasts that I've done or whatever but I feel like I just feel like completely different and it's only been a month but this finding of balance for me has just been so powerful and it's allowed me to have a lot of my anxiety wash away and be able to not eat like a hundred percent a normal person or not to say I don't have disordered thoughts still and stuff every day is working towards balance still but I feel like just so much better than I did a month ago And I know that my mindset shift talk, like that was a little rant of mine, but I know that may not sound like specific like holiday season eating disorder coping advice, but that's advice you can use every day, especially during the holiday season. If your your mindset shifts, that one day will not throw you off. Now, I did some research online to just look up some tips that the internet had for going into a holiday with an eating disorder, so I thought I'd share those as well with you all. I also want to make a whole episode for like families or friends of people going through eating disorders and kind of how to help them and what not to do because I feel like holidays a lot of things that family members do whether they mean it or not may not be helpful so I want to make a whole episode that like if you're going through something you can kind of send it to someone so they can understand your side of things I guess and how to actually help you and not hurt you in the long run so yeah let me know if you guys want that I want to put it out at some point soon that's just an idea sorry for that little tangent but this tip kind of goes hand in hand with that is having an open conversation with your family members beforehand going into the event tell someone you trust and feel comfortable like about why you're stressed for me it was my first real Thanksgiving in two years the day before Thanksgiving on I don't know what the date was but that Wednesday I had to talk with Sylvia my godmother about like why I was stressed about the holiday and having an open conversation with someone who will be there to support you during the day and after you have that conversation whether it can be them hearing and then helping you deal with other family members and telling other other family members what to do and not do that can be helpful and then they also can kind of keep you accountable during the meal without overstepping another big tip is not to compare yourself to anyone else at the dinner I know a lot of I know I've seen a lot of posts online about this where like there's certain things that just people like I don't want to make a joke okay boomer but like some boomers or you know older people will say like I don't want to repeat it on here because it's just honestly triggering stuff but they'll say very 
unhealthy diet kind of restricting phrases that during the dinner about the food and guilt and everything associated with it and talk about like their meal size other people's meal size so try not to compare to what they're saying and let I know it's easier said than done but let what they're saying get to you I guess or like I said have that family member warn them that certain things just shouldn't be said because they will be triggering and try to focus on your plate and not anyone else's also maybe avoid social media because sometimes people post triggering things on there and then also emphasize more non-food related traditions because Thanksgiving honestly in itself is pretty fucked up a lot of people don't even talk about it but it's literally a holiday celebrating Christopher Columbus who like we already got rid of fucking like Columbus Day and then we still have Thanksgiving and it's one of the biggest holidays yet it's really fucked up but that's for another episode but like focus on non-food related traditions look forward to the day as a day to spend time with family and people who you may not see often to have everyone in one place to have great conversations great connections rather than as a food related excitement I guess or food related fear think of it as just a more social gathering and a place for like love and socialization rather than about food also like i said with my whole mindset talk avoid the all or nothing mindset enjoy some holiday foods if you can don't overdo it but feel free to indulge in balance and then also try not to let the idea of the holiday dictate your routine leading up to it. This kind of goes with the whole balance thing. Live as you normally would the days before and the days after the holiday. And then that day, enjoy it like it's any other day, but don't feel like you need to restrict or anything before or after. And then a big thing is put recovery first. If you, It, it is good to like push yourself a little bit and try to you know celebrate the holiday as normal to... I don't know, I don't... I want to word this right, but... To celebrate the holiday as normal so you feel like you didn't restrict yourself on that day i guess but at the same time you really have to put your recovery first and if you know for sure like being a part of a thanksgiving celebration or whatever holiday party or christmas or birthday whatever if you feel like that's really going to hinder you in the long run then you don't have to put yourself in that situation like like i said before have an open conversation with a loved one or someone you trust or a friend or whatever and then you guys can decide if you think it will really hinder your recovery, then you don't have to go to that event. And then some other basic tips are, like I said, stick to your normal routine. Don't overcommit to a bunch of parties or events if it stresses you out. Maybe volunteer at a soup kitchen or something instead with your family for Thanksgiving. Like I said, maybe create a non-food related tradition. If you're going to a therapist or healthcare provider, check in with them and how they think you should go about the holiday because I can say whatever I want in this podcast but like I want you guys to know I'm not a professional and getting professionals to help you is the best you can do. Some other things are creating a coping plan, telling yourself some positive affirmations, setting healthy boundaries, and practicing compassion towards yourself. Here are some affirmations that I found online that I think could be helpful for you. You can find different ways online or YouTube that are good to do affirmations. Some people like look in the mirror, some people write it down and just tell yourself these things. So like I said, some are, I am so brave for facing this day and foods I fear. Being scared is normal, but I don't have to let food control my actions. I am strong and I know I can do this. Being more flexible with food allows me to have a full life. Today is just another day. So there's just stuff like that. You can find more affirmations online, but those are some things that I think are really good to tell yourself. I'm always like, whenever I read affirmations and stuff, what's it called? Like, good positive self-talk and stuff i'm like wow i should tell myself these types of things more and i never get around to it but everyone should really make that a priority because i don't know sometimes you need to be your own little hype woman hype man you know 
But that's basically all my tips. Sorry if this episode was kind of all over the place and for that whole rant on my mindset shift, but I feel like, I don't know, I just have a sense of relief and weight off my shoulders right now after telling you guys all this. And this is my first episode back in a while, so I will be more refined in future episodes. I just kind of wanted to get back into the swing of it and jump in the water with two feet in. Is that the metaphor? I don't know. (laughs) But to end off this episode, I thought I'd tell you a few of my weekly favorites. My first favorite is a restaurant, or I guess, is it a restaurant? But it's a shop that I discovered when I was in Livermore, California for two weeks with my boyfriend. It's called Vitality Bowls, and it's a superfood cafe. They have like smoothies, bowls, sandwiches, salads, the whole shebang, but they have a pitaya bowl that is so good. I've been on such a pitaya kick lately. Theirs has like a pitaya base and then a bunch of fruit on top like kiwis, strawberries. Um, They have honey and bee pollen and then they also have goji berries. Oh my gosh, goji berries are another favorite of mine. I used to hate them in high school and then it really shows how much your taste buds change as you get older because now I love them and have them every single day. And then the only other favorite I really have for the week has been Ollie gummies. I've been taking the beauty gummies and my hair definitely feels like it's getting stronger, healthier, growing. Same with my nails. And then I just started taking the sleep gummies. I've only taken them one night, but I really like them so far. It really helped me sleep last night because I have a lot of like trouble with insomnia and I have my whole life. And I really just felt like I got decent sleep last night. And for me, I say that, but I fell asleep at nine, woke up at 4 30 in the morning but you know my sleeping schedule is like a whole nother episode but they really did help so i would recommend the ollie gummies i've been hearing like brooke michio from gals on the go talk about them forever and i just got them yesterday from whole foods but they are worth the hype so far more updates to come i've only taken them one night but we shall see but i hope this episode helped you guys out and even if you just heard me talk about my own struggles and stuff and how my mindset has shift and I feel a lot better and like I have a lot more balance and I can go into these holidays with confidence and come out knowing that it's just another day makes you feel like you're not alone and that there is hope and yeah take it one day at a time you guys got this I believe in you I will try to post some helpful stuff on my Instagram for the podcast and I also wanted to talk about really quickly I have a whole section on the highlights, like the story highlights of the podcast. It's Instagram. It's at Skinny Stories Podcast, like I've said before. But I have a highlight now that I wanted to put up for a while with eating disorder resources that you can go to if you or someone you know is struggling. Because like I said, I'm not a professional. This podcast is just for you to know you're not alone and maybe you'll find it relatable or find some tips that will help you. But there's some professional resources on the Instagram if you want to check them out. But yeah, I just hope this podcast made you feel like you're not alone and that there's other people going through what you're going through. And maybe you'll go into this holiday season and parties and Thanksgiving and Christmas and whatever with a new mindset about balance. And then I also hope you got some coping tips and stuff like that. But yeah, I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, make sure to follow the podcast at Skinny Stories Podcast and me at Haley Nimick on Instagram. And I will catch up with you guys next week or maybe sooner if I actually get on the whole bonus episode thing. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. I'll catch up with you guys soon.